0: Miller Lite, the official beer partner of your Philadelphia Phillies, is proud to serve as presenting sponsor of WIP's High Hopes Pod. So whether you're listening to the game, catching off on the latest High Hopes Pod, or at the ballpark, remember, it tastes like Miller time, Phillies fans. Celebrate responsibly. That is 1-2 on the way. Swing and a miss. He struck him out, and the Phillies sweep the Cubs here at Wrigley. For the first time since 2015, the Phillies pull off a sweep at the friendly confines. As pitching dominates again, the Phillies with a 3-1 to win. And they'll head home, having enjoyed a nine-game road winning streak.
1: That's right. Welcome on in. It is the final out. Brought to you by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looked so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you, reacting. Phil's nine straight road wins which seems impossible like okay. the Phillies went to the World Series last year and frankly that seemed more improbable impro- uh, than than the Phillies winning nine straight road games. I've never seen them play this well on the road. So, um it's it's they are on an impressive streak on the road. It's good to see. We'll get into more of that coming up up here in a little bit, but Phillies go out. They uh they they sweep the Cubs a place that they've just struggled at. Wrigley Field's been a place that they have 100% not play their best baseball in the last couple years. And um, I think the biggest thing for me this series is the kind of right of the ship after the Mets series, Braves series, and even most of that A's series from last weekend. They got they got things moving back in the right direction. Like, you know, crisp baseball, mostly. I mean, the the, the Schwarber left tonight and, and Brandon Marsh. Some of that, I think, can be attributed to the Hayes, but whatever. Uh, great pitching, timely hitting. For the most part, um, but this felt more like a good team that I was watching this weekend, rather than over the or this week rather than over the weekend, where I was like, mm, I feel like the Mets gave this series away. I thought the Phillies went out and they took the series from the Cubs, and I think that's an important thing to, to take away uh, from this series. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Join the final out. Big Phils win three straight. Uh, a sweep on the road, four straight wins overall nine on the road. It's been a really, really good run. get in and react 9494. it's time for the biggest takeaway of the game brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. and the biggest takeaway uh of the game for me is really Taiwan Walker and his pitching staff. Taiwan Walker, let's start with him. He's just good. <laughs> like I-, I said I said pregame. Beginning of the season, and I get off to a a slow start. First two months were very up and down. There's a lot of calls to say he was a, a bust, and and what is Dave Dombrowski doing? Why did he pay for this guy, Zach Eflin, who I love dearly? Uh you know, why don't we just keep him instead of paying 72 million for Taiwan Walker? Well, the guy that we've seen in June, and really the guy that we've seen since the Met start up in New York, where he just was wasn't great and, and couldn't get comfortable and couldn't get. Uh, you know, in, into a rhythm. Ever since then, he's been just downright great. In 36 innings in June, 36 innings pitched, he threw to a 1.5 ERA. It's great. I mean, between him and Ranger, Ranger, I believe, pitched to a 1.6 in June, and everyone talks about how great Ranger has been. And he has been great. But Tyron Walker has been just as good. So this starting staff is just on a on a roll right now. I mean... They're, they had a streak during June that was their best since 1964. And again, nothing bad happened to the Phillies in 1964. Um, and they've, they've kept that train rolling. Is Nola frustrating? Yeah, he's 100% frustrating, and I get it. Um, and, I, and I thought that – I actually texted some buddies this tonight. Like, if Aaron Nola started that game tonight, how many runs does he allow? Four? Five? But I thought it, the the most impressive thing that Tyon Walker did tonight to me was – Whenever the, the bad stuff happened in the field, the Schwaber play um, in the in the fifth, I guess, or fourth, um, and then the Brandon Marsh play that happened an inning later, he just got out of it. Like he just battled. He didn't let that affect him. He didn't let that kind of uh, ruin his inning. He was able to, to to put that past him. Understand that he that's out of his control, and he picked up his teammates all night long. That's winning baseball. Picking up your teammates. Listen, baseball is a hard game. These guys aren't perfect. It's, a, it's an imperfect sport. They're going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. You hope that they're uh, not mental mistakes and more physical errors because mental mistakes are avoidable. Um, and I just thought that the, the mental fortitude to be able to bounce back after you had to make multiple – you to get, what, four outs in back-to-back innings essentially – that's big stuff. That's winner stuff. That is uh, picking teammates up and not letting it fester and not letting it snowball, which I feel like happens in a lot of Aaron Nola starts, is that when things aren't going right, bang, all of a sudden it goes from one run to four, just like that. So, you know, Wheeler has not been great his last two starts, but even Zach Wheeler in the run that he's on, I feel like I'm watching closer to last year's Zach Wheeler when even he would, when he would go into these little downturns he was still really good, and, and um, Christopher Sanchez has come up and kind of done his job. The starting staff is on a roll right now, and Tyron Walker is a massive, massive part of that. Um, but my main takeaway is obviously Tyron Walker is, is, is definitely good, worth the money so far, and he's completely turned around the narrative on his season. And, and my second big takeaway from the game tonight, and I'm actually going to make him my player of the game, Brought to you by South Jersey Gas. Committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at southjerseygas.com slash lovemyhome. And it's not a player, but it's a coach. And I just want to I want to heap praise onto Caleb Cotham. Because I feel like he never gets talked about. And what I think the Phillies have in Caleb Cotham is a legitimate advantage on most nights. And what he provides for this pitching staff is something that, like, they haven't had in the last couple of years. Caleb Cotham's there. Brian Kaplan's there. Uh, Dave Lundquist out in the bullpen. Is, they, it's, a, it's a staff, but, but obviously Caleb Cotham spearheads that staff. And, you know, we talk about when is the coaching staff getting the best out of guys, and it feels like we, we lament when they don't. But look at what Caleb Cotham has done with these guys. Uh, frankly, every time I see the bullpen ERA, I'm a little bit surprised. 'Cause I don't I, I watch him every night and I don't feel like their ERAs are still around the fours. But just for example, tonight's game and, and think about the transformation that Caleb Gotham has done for a lot of these guys. Obviously we just talked about Tomon Walker. I mean Tymon Walker was a guy who was kind of you know, middling at the beginning of the season, seemed lost. They made an adjustment in the bullpen and he's pitched to again a one five ERA since. He's throwing four miles an hour harder. He's having that splitter fall off the table. He's competing. He's—I mean, this has been a, a really, really good stretch for Tywin Walker. I think—I think Caleb Cotham deserves a ton of credit for that. Junior Marte, who came in in a, in a big spot, it's a two-run game in the seventh inning in Wrigley Field for a pretty inexperienced guy. I was 100% nervous about it, like no doubt about it. But they—the work they've done and they've put in with with Junior Marte. Got a result like that tonight, and I thought the one thing that, that stuck out to me was I felt like they, they told him, Hey, you got to throw that slider as hard as possible, and it was up 1.6 miles per hour. He had a 90 mile an hour one that was just disgusting. So, uh, Junior Marte, that's a big spot for him. Uh, Gregory Soto, I mean, that was the fastest safe ending of my life, I feel like. And he they, they've gone completely sidestep with him, um, or slide step with him. And it's paid dividends. He's not walking, guys. He's still hitting 99 to 100. That's coaching. And, and finally, Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell is the best he's looked in years. Fastball has that zip back. Even when it's down 94, 95, like it's been the last little bit, still that little late life. He's getting his, his slider over for strikes more than I feel like we've seen in years past. I mean, all four of those guys, that's coaching. And we're not even talking about Ranger. The Nola thing, yeah, it's frustrating. But when I look at the improvements I've seen from pretty much everyone else on that staff, I have to give the pitching coach credit. He deserves it. And it just doesn't get talked about enough about the really good job that Caleb Coffin is doing with this pitching staff. Um, And and my final takeaway here is that nine straight road games, I think, tells you a lot uh, about a ball club. You know, this is – road games, you get away from home. The Phillies are a good home team. You're away from obviously your, your family. I'm, I, I'm sure the players obviously their their wives and families travel with them sometimes, but you're on the road. It's not your, you're not sleeping in your own bed. And I think to win nine straight, it, it, especially what we've seen the last couple of years, where it feels like they crumbled on the road, like that's toughness and that's important stuff. And as you as you go down the stretch run here, and you have to go and catch the the Marlins or Dodgers or Giants. Winning road games is going to be really, really important. And to win nine straight again, I just I feel like I've never seen it from the Phillies, frankly. Um, tonight, Marlins win again. Dodgers are in the game early here. Uh, the Giants thankfully lost. So, at worst, the Phillies will be a game and a half out of the third wild card tonight. So, um, you know, you have to keep stacking these road wins. But nine straight road wins. I think that tells you a lot about the toughness of this team and, and frankly, their closeness and, and how much and how well they get along because i think i think road environments bring a team closer together and to win nine straight is impressive all that is obviously my biggest takeaways of the game which is brought to you by morgan and morgan america's largest injury uh, firm 215-592 9494 let's go to the phones here and talk to tom in north wales what's happening, tom
2: jack you made you made all great points dude 30, Thank you. All great points. Um, I think the reason for the high ERA is because I think there's times that our offense does not produce. And obviously that the runs that are on the bases when they take over aren't charged to them, but they're grinding. They're putting in the positions that they can't, you know, that they're, to use the word again, grinding. Yep. Um, so what do you think like with Nola? I think he's, he's four right now. What happens with him with, uh, with his, you know, free agency? Yep. And how far, how far do you think without a fifth? I mean, because we don't have a fifth. How far, how far can you go? I don't, I'm not really worried about the playoffs.
1: Are you talking about the playoffs or are you talking about making the playoffs for the rest of the season? Well, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think the uh, Marlins are real. I would like to believe you, but I mean, there's now 14 games over 500. I mean, they keep their pitching staff is, is really, really good. Um, The always will come down to hitting with them, but their pitching staff is, is legit.
2: Ultimately our hitters, the ones we pay, are going to help the guys that we don't pay. So ultimately, it's going to happen. That's my my thought. Yeah, I just I'm just worried about the one guy, Nola. And, I, and yeah. you know, you look at you look at and you hear um, Ricky Gallo. I, I do. I watch. And uh, what's the other guy's name? Is catcher Ben Davis. Um, you Ben Davis. And he's analyzing where he's trying to put a slider or a a cutter in and he's missing by you know by whatever a foot and they're yanking him out of the yard. Mm-hmm. So so right now I don't have a problem with Wheeler. Because you yep. know he's gonna come around, right? Yep. And the other two I think they're solid. Yep. Walker tonight is he He's as, he's as much of a stud as uh, uh, what, what's his name?
1: Uh, yeah. So
2: where do you place him?
1: Well, and, and I appreciate the call, Tom. You know, I I just think that, and it's tough because you, you use your eyes, they tell you who the best three guys are right now. But for me, it's like listen, Aaron knoll has been one of the best pitchers on this team for a while. I, I, he's he wasn't again last night. It was it was. Vintage in in the one inning. Um, I still gotta kind of trust my trust the guys that that, that have been with me. Um, so Noah's still gonna at this point will be taking down a playoff start. And the thing about the the fifth starter spot is you're not gonna really use him in the in the in the postseason. You know that's why I think it's a a bit overblown like the need to go get a fifth starter because. In a perfect world, he's not pitching in a in a in a playoff series. Like sure, I would like a guy to help us get to the postseason, but maybe Chris Sanchez can just go give me four or five solid innings, or or Andrew Painter can come back and and, and do a job. This whole fifth starter thing, I think it's a, a a tad overblown, especially with the amount of off days they have. And um, you know, again, if they, if they do get in. You're probably not using them. So, do I really need to trade a ton of assets for a fifth starter? No. I mean, I'll take one. Like, But I feel like another bat is, is more important at this point than the fifth starter. 215-592-9494 on the other side. We will get to the play of the game. But, uh, you know, there is one negative from tonight that I want to get into. We'll get to all of your reaction. Get in now. It's the final out here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. There's
0: a tapper off the end of the bat, up the first baseline, tough play, JT underhand flipped the first, (laughs) he got him. Do or die play, and JT does it for the second out. Great play for the Phils catcher.
1: Now, I know this is like the Mike's amazing play of the game, but frankly, that's, that's a ridiculous play. I mean, that is a ridiculous play. It's the Mike's amazing slash play, uh, amazing slash ridiculous play of the game, presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies. 215-592.9494 is how you get in on the final out, which is of course sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz, hanging out with you, reacting to the Phillies. Nine straight road wins, four straight wins, a sweep in Chicago. Playing good baseball, you know. Over the weekend, did not think it was good baseball. This week in Chicago mostly good baseball. And that play by JT, it's just like I don't think there's a, a catcher in the history of baseball that can make that play. Frankly, I mean that's that is an insanely athletic play. To to go from full squat to well, he's not even, he might not even been squatting because he does the one leg thing. So um to 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 get out there, you got to make the flip while like that's that is that is superhuman stuff. So uh an insane play. Nine, uh ninth inning made it way easier. No stress. Stress free ninth. Stress free eighth and a stress free ninth. And a stress free seventh. I mean that just doesn't happen. Doesn't happen with the Phills. Um so they are in a roll right now. Uh the pitching staff is just out of this world and um you know, it, it's it's it was a good it was a good series out of Chicago. A good series, much needed after the weekend. Uh, the one negative for me, and it's really been the negative of the entire year at this point, it feels like, is the, the runners in scoring position thing. I mean, one for nine tonight. One for nine with runners in scoring position. And it just, it, it, it's going to it's gonna plague them because they're not a team right now. Now, Schwarber let off the game with a home run, and they did do a better job this series with hitting the ball of the ballpark. But especially if they're not going to hit for home runs and they're not going they're not going to hit for power um, they need to do better with runners in scoring position because that's how they're going to score runs i mean it's as, it's as simple as that they're not going to score if they don't drive guys in and do their jobs I mean I mean the first inning tonight was was incredibly annoying again runners on runner on third less than man there's no outs uh, less than two outs and they didn't get him home I mean, it's just there has to be doing jobs. It was actually it was runner on third, no outs. Um, like that's that's the kind of stuff that will cost you games. Now it didn't tonight. Bryce was able to get the big hit, um, you know, later on to, to make it a three one game, and it, it just stayed there since. Um, but runners in scoring position is just it's gonna it's gonna bite them. It's a hundred percent gonna bite them. So that needs to be fixed. Hopefully, the power is starting to come um, with Bryce. It's just. Everything is just being driven into the ground right now. It's just, there's no launch with Bryce Harper at all. So I don't think this power stroke, which, by the way, if he doesn't get a hit in the in tomorrow's game, he will be o for the month when it comes to hitting a home run, which is shocking that we're here with Bryce. He's on three for the year. Now, it was good. He was able to... Get a hit there, gives them the lead, do his job. But still, the power is just not there from Bryce. 215 592 Brian is in Jersey. What's happening, Brian?
3: What's up, Jack? What do you got, man? Uh, appreciate all you do for the Phillies. I feel like you, you, you speak the truth and, and shoot the straight and
1: cover the Phillies
3: the best of everybody in the business. But um, I want to nice, talk buddy. on three points. So, um, one, the Phillies have been doing good lately. And I, I think that the series with the, you know, Beating the Cubs on the road was huge, but um, first point is Schwarber. I mean, the you know, like how is this guy still leading off? I mean, I know we've been wow. winning, and uh, you know, I feel like we're we're kind of you know spotty in terms of winning some of these games. Like we're not really dominating these games, which is fine. You know, we're winning games.
1: We've been great in June, but
3: when is when is when is the coach? You know, when is the this guy gonna make but, the change? Well, I guess like, what's
1: what's your problem with with Schwarber hitting lead off?
3: I mean, he's batting 186. I mean, you know, Fair you enough. got a guy that hits home runs. That's really what he's what he's in a lineup for. That's what we are paying him for. And you know, again, we're winning games. But when it comes to October, you know, if he's doing the same thing, it's going to bite us in the ass. You know, we're uh, going. Mean, we they,
1: need they did go to Game Six of the World Series last year with him. That no, no
3: I understand that. But I mean, he's been – again. He's batting 186. He's, we're paying Trey Turner all this money. You know, at some point, I feel like it's going to it's gonna come back on us. We need a guy that, you know, Schwarber should be in the four to five hole where he's, you know, he's, you know, he hits home runs. You know, we need him to, you know, got to get on base. You know, you get Harper on base, you get Trey on base, and then you get, you know, you got a guy like Schwarber that comes up and he hits home runs. That's, you know, he's going to have more RBIs. I feel like at some point, you know, again, we're winning games right now, which is great, but, you um, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Do, yeah, Do, well, you, do I, you feel like he's getting a good spot there, or do you feel like you would like him to be you well, know, in the 4, or the 5, or the 6 hole?
1: What I was actually – and I appreciate the call, Brian. What I've been proposing in the last couple of days is is put Bryce there. I mean, if you put Bryce there it, until the power comes, and you, you flip those two, you're getting a similar bat to Schwarber. Um, maybe he sees more first-pitch fastballs, and he can do something with them. Uh, and, you know, like he works a similar bat he has a better chance to get a base hit. Hopefully the power can can come, but you know, that's been talked about. The thing with Schwarber, <laughs> it's just it's it's such a it's such a problem for people, the batting average. And I and I get it. It's annoying to look at. The guy has 21 home runs this year. Like the he has the he has more total bases. And the guy who leads the American League in batting average like batting average would be if, if would he could he bat two fifty and hit twenty one home runs and that'd be great, of course, but he gets on base a ton, and like I believe in June is his on base percentage is around three eighty and Kevin Stocker said this after in after the home run in the first inning, which again he has six lead off home runs in june um they're 34 and 10 when they score first. So when I have when I have Kyle Schwarber batting lead off and he can give me a one nothing lead in the blink of an eye 34 and 10. They're 34 and 10 when they score first. So he gives them a great chance to go up one nothing and when they go up one nothing they traditionally win. Now, the problem with Schwarber is the defense. 100% the, the the defense with Schwarber is a, a, is a massive problem, and that's why I talked about pregame. like Figuring out if Bryce can play first base or even bringing up Derek Hall and if he can stabilize that position, because I think Cody Clemens is a nice story, but I'm not riding into a playoff series or a, or a stretch run with Cody Clemens playing first base. I can't do it. So if Bryce can play first or Derek Hall can play first, then you can go get a left fielder so that you can put Kyle Schwarber at a DH spot and and at least make <laughs> that portion of your team better. Now, what I still contend is that if you go get Paul Goldschmidt, I think the value he brings both at first base and in the lineup is will will outweigh whatever left fielder you go and trade for because there's not a Paul Goldschmidt level left fielder out there unless they want to get real crazy and Trade Juan trade for Juan Soto with the Padres if they don't want to pay him. That's just that's just my suggestion. I mean I, that's obviously insane, but I don't know. I don't know if it is insane. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Ryan's in Morristown. What's up, Ryan?
2: Hey, Jack. How you doing? Auto downloader for High Hopes. Uh, so oh my tra-
1: guy, my guy. What's <laughs> up, man? I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought up uh, Real Muto's play. Uh, you know, uh, that was just unbelievable. The broadcast was great. They hopped on its greatness right out of the gate. And then I saw ESPN got it up on their app, like, front and center. So, just a great play.
1: Yeah, it's, and, and um, again, like, you just don't see catchers in the history of baseball that are able to make that play. You know, it was like – so, obviously not the same magnitude – but it was probably the most impressive play by a catcher I've seen really since, I guess, I mean, Chooch's on, <laughs> on on Doc's no-hitter in the playoffs was also an insanely athletic play. Now, that was just right in front of the plate. JT yeah. had to <laughs> go damn near halfway down the, the first baseline. I mean, that's, that's an insane, insane play.
2: And that's after crouching for seven innings plus. Yep. You know, it's crazy. Yep. Totally. But uh yeah, the guy's great. I mean, you know, glad his defense is still doing awesome. But uh the other reason I want to call, I just wanna mention uh I uh, got my dad Father's Day tickets uh like, you know, weeks ago. So it took a gamble, the weather was gonna be nice and the team is gonna be riding hot, so I'm super psyched. We're gonna be in the front row in right field tomorrow night, so we're we're totally psyched.
1: Oh, man. I mean, that's, that sounds like you're going to get Bryce's first home run ball of June. <laughs> Oh, a- my God. We, we hope so. I can't wait. <laughs> all right, buddy. So. Enjoy the game. And, and, and um, it, I'm glad the weather is finally uh, opening up. But, of course, you know, just when the rain gets out of here, bang, all of a sudden the Canadian wildfire uh, smoke is back. So, we can't catch a break. We can't catch a break. Either way, yeah, Phil's Nats tomorrow 6.05. We'll preview that game coming up on the other side run through the rest of your phone calls before handing things off, handing things off to Tom Kelly all of that is coming up next here on the final out.
0: 33 year old right hander out of Dartmouth delivers his first pitch and it's swung on and blasted right field corner and this ball is going to be gone it clears and it's a lead off Homer for Schwarber on the first pitch of the night
1: his 21st of the year a bullet and it's one nothing Phillies Welcome back. It is the final out sponsored by Regency Furniture affordable. Never looks so good. Yes. That is how tonight's game started. First pitch of the game. Kyle Schwarber just 111 miles per hour off the bat. And again, 34 and 10 when they score first. And like that's Kyle Schwarber gives you the best chance to go up one nothing. And that's what they care about. They care about getting on base and they care about getting the lead first. And he doesn't hit for a high average. He doesn't move runners along. He is there to do one thing, and that's at the ball far. And I understand the batting average drives people crazy. I, I totally get it. drives me nuts, too. Um, but the the power is the power. The eye is the eye. And that's what he's done so far. Um, so, you know, that was obviously a good thing to say. Also, like, I just I, I can't possibly do the final out and, you know, react to a baseball game without addressing what, what in the world the Cubs were doing. I mean, back-to-back innings, two of the dumbest bunts I've ever seen. First off, Nick Madrigal bunting with two outs to like the first baseman. He, I hope, he forgot the outs, because if that was a, an idea to to steal a run, that's a. I mean, should have been benched, frankly. That's that was atrocious. I mean, Christopher Morrell next inning. Runners on first and third. What are you doing there? It was... As someone that saw Kyle Schwarber bunt in Game 6 of the World Series for no reason, those were two of the dumbest bunting situations I've seen in my entire life. And I simply could not continue here on the final out without addressing it. Because it was just, just atrocious. We will look ahead to the game here in one second tomorrow, but... It's time to check on Jerry, the Truckhorn driver. What's happening, Jerry? Jerry, why are you on Twitter now? You're, you're on Twitter now? You're, you're joining yeah. everyone else? Well,
4: I've been on it for a while. I was on it years ago, but I just never, uh, never got active. But now I'm going to be active as Jerry, the Truckhorn guy. So,
1: you know, I've got to back
4: up all my boys, follow everybody on WIP, and follow you, and you hope everybody follows me.
1: Add a guy there. Add a guy.
4: Put up, what what, put what you got in the coach, game tonight, just man? Everything. Well, I tell you what, Jack. This is uh,
1: them winning nine in a row is,
4: is is big on the road because I know in the last few years watching them, they were bad on the road. They seemed like they would win at home and then they go out on the road and come back with one or two wins and you know and the way uh, Walker's pitching, man. Between if Henry Suarez has been carrying us. In my opinion, been carrying us for the last month, yeah. for the most part. The, the way they've been pitching, I mean, everybody was talking about the, how bad the signing was, and he wasn't going to. Yeah, that guy, that guy's a good pitcher. I mean, didn't, they didn't sign, give that kind of money just to not think he wasn't going to do anything, you know?
1: Well, and and, and 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 I mean, credit to the coaching staff. I mean, he was he was sitting like ninety-two in that last Met start, in the Met start before they made the adjustment. They made an adjustment in the bullpen. All of a he's back to 95. Splitter is just falling off the table. And really, the, the most impressive thing to me is that cutter. I mean, that cutter is something that, first of all, I think it's, it looks more like a slider than a cutter. But um, it, it's it's a pitch that, that he was able to get some swings and misses on, which just makes his repertoire that much better.
4: And and what, one of my last points is with Schwarber. Everybody, if, if he hits a home run his first at bat like he has been, it it gives us the lead, and that's that's exactly what you said. They they want to have the lead up front, you know. And I I just I really I'm starting to really like him, as I mean, we got to the World Series last year with him being lead off and and going 34 and 10. You can't argue with the stats. It Doesn't matter if he's hitting under 200, but he's putting up numbers that you know that, that are helping us win ball games.
1: I agree, Jerry, and I appreciate the call. It's just you know it's. I, I, I think we were spoiled with J-Roll for a while, even though J-Roll wasn't, like, the biggest OBP guy, but he was a good mix of, you know, pretty good batting average, could hit a home run, uh, could get on first base, steal a bag. uh, You know, and, and would I like for that to be a Trey Turner? Of course, but he just hasn't really done it enough this year. And, and I just – I can't take the first pitch swing and stuff with Trey Turner – I understand being aggressive, but like the way he does it drives me nuts, if that makes sense to anyone. Um, you know, so he was just – there's a lot of – like Trey Turner's game right now, it's just it's, – it's, it's very one-dimensional. Um, you know, I feel like he's been stealing some more bases, which is good to see. He needs to do that. That's why they signed him. Um, but still – I mean Schwarber again. I think it gives him the best chance right now. So tomorrow it will be Josiah Gray versus Chris Sanchez. Josiah Gray got off to a, a really good start to begin the year. Has been cooling off ever since. 4.88 ERA in June. Um, although his last outing, he did put a pitch five and five and a third of shutout baseball against the Padres. So definitely still has some 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 good. I think he's probably the Nationals' best pitcher at this point. Uh, Era is still around 3.6, so uh, you know as long as Christopher Sanchez can, can go out, just give them a good, solid four or five innings, we take that at this point. But either way, it's a early start tomorrow, 6:05, so uh, we will have you for leading off at five, and uh, I'll have you for post game, which I assume is going to be a little bit earlier, so that'll be fun. Either way, uh Phil's Nats tomorrow. It's going to be good to be home. It's a Nationals team that obviously the Phillies should beat up on, but they do have the Christopher Sanchez start, so they don't have one of their, their studs in the mound, although they do get um, Ranger and Wheeler on the mound this weekend. So that should be good for the Phillies. Either way, uh, looking forward to it. Time to keep this train rolling. The Shaq concert's on Saturday. The Shaq concert is on Saturday. I'm sure Tom Kelly will be there uh, in the crowd for that. He's got you coming up next year on WIP. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. Nick Earnshaw produced uh, the final out tonight. I'll be back tomorrow with Marks and Reese. And then after the game, reacting to what should be, should be, another Phils win. Nine straight on the road, four straight overall, and a sweep of the Cubs. Who let the Phils get hot? Tom Kelly's got you next here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.